0: We want to say thank you guys for 99 episodes that you guys have tuned into and supported us through so many pre-race briefings. We've done so many, so many amazing guests. We've had over 25,000 podcast downloads and over 95,000 Facebook views, which is just insane. We thank you guys so much. If you like what you see, we still need to keep the lights on around here so you can join our Patreon for anywhere as low as a dollar a month. Or we have our Venmo, which is at the Mile 99 interview. You guys can send us a one-time donation. We thank you so much for that. If you are seeing us and you've never seen us before, you should give us a follow on Instagram and Facebook. We're at the Mile 99 interview. We thank you guys so much for tuning in for our 99th episode. That's crazy. And we will see you on the trail. Bye, guys. Okay, bye-bye.
1: See you on the trails.
0: Yeah. Casey Park said, "Who orders a tostada at Taco Tree?"
2: <laughs> oh God, I you know it. it, it it's it's like because it, it's so tall, and it, and it has all that cheese. And you know, it took me like you got to get the platform, and you got to know how to get into it. It's just uh, it's beautiful. I, I miss them. Uh, I don't eat cheese anymore, so I I'm, I miss the tostadas. You could do vegan cheese. It's not the same as the, the, the cheese that got there. It's like part plastic, I think. It's probably not even real cheese. It's <laughs> like it's just so good.
0: Oh, that's good. Okay, John, thank you. What a great episode. That flew by. Record what time. You? That hour flew by. Thank you so much.
3: Great questions, you guys. I really appreciate it. It was fun. It was definitely a lot of fun. And, and I almost got choked up a couple of times, too. So thanks for that, too. You probably home. made
0: Jack Meyer cry. You probably made Jack Meyer cry over there. Um, yeah, I mean, he even joined, but real quick, before we ask you any more questions, we have our 99th episode giveaway. So I'm going to announce everything. It's so much, um, for everyone right now. So, um, we are, our first item is from a You know what? I should probably just read this because it's a lot. (laughs) First item is from the Feel Good you Boutique in Roseville, California, which is a woman owned small business. She's donating a bunch of note cards and inspirational quote cards um, to remind you that you can crush your goal because this is the Crush Your Goal giveaway. Um, Past Mile 99 guest, Tanya Olson is a physical therapist and co author of Fixing Your Feet, the seventh edition. You might have seen her at Michigan Bluff working on feet, and she can help you with yours, she's going to donate one hour of consultation over zoom because she's in Florida. So that's pretty easy for our local people and international or wherever. Um, and she's going to give you what works for your feet, what to keep in your kit. She has really changed the game. I think for Mike over here as well. Um,
2: yeah, since I've been listening, listening to advice and actually taking advice and not ignoring it, my foot care, I've been doing what she says in there for the different types of climates. It hundred percent makes it makes all the world of a difference.
0: I don't know how many people she saved at Michigan bluff, but she posts some nasty things and those people finish the races. Um, She really knows what she's doing. So she's going to help you make sure that your feet stay good or get your feet feeling better for different climates and all that stuff. Um, We also have recent Western States 100 finisher and local independent Subaru repair shop owner from M45, uh, Kristen Klink. She's hooking you guys up with a bunch of swag from M45. An Arctic 32 water bottle. This is pretty cool. Um, Some shirts, a cool snapback, keychains, and car fresheners, which is very helpful for all you sweaty runners. Um, We have a new book. Not the one we... Yeah. Let's talk about it. We're the second sunrise by John Trent. It's the history of how Western States came to be since its founding in 1974. That book will remind you that you too can crush your goals. We have another book. It's free. Obviously it'll be, uh, States, the places we run in a book that celebrates 50 years of American ultra running by Bob Crowley, Hal Hall, and Tim Tweetmeyer. John, do you have it?
3: I don't have that with oh, me. It's, there, it's well, I mean, it's downstairs, Jessica. I've got it. You know, it's down and down with all of my research. I mean, those guys—they're—they're just—they know so much. It's so cool that they did that.
0: It's—it's it's truly impressive how far their those little research minds. I mean, yeah. so that will be in the the kit as well. I'm really excited about that one. And last but not least, we have a pair of poke shoes from our local rep, Jocelyn Watson. She's donated a pair to um, make sure that you get a fresh start on crushing your goals. So thank you to everyone who's donated, all of our sponsors. And how to enter is go to our Facebook or our Instagram if you're listening for our podcast and you need to like it and follow us. You need to share this post. You can share one per day. And this giveaway is for a week. And tag a friend, no limits. And then comment what goal you're going to crush once you get this kit it's eligible for only u.s residents and the giveaway ends um july 5th 2023 at 7 p.m and me greg and mike will announce the winner the random winner um probably on the 6th thank you guys
1: Quick uh for you, John, uh, Jack has a, a question uh, about the book and wondering if you're going to do a little addendum, uh, perhaps, about this year's race. Is there any, any way to do that? Maybe an electronic version or something like that. Is that something that you could do? Yeah, we, you know, it's, it's funny, Greg. We, Vicky and I have
3: talked about, like, at the minimum, trying, you know, the end sheets, you know, of the all-time finishers, the four pages at the front and the four at the back updating that for, for next year, which is a simple, fairly simple process in, in publishing to be able to do that. We're, we're hopeful that we'll be able to have 2023's finishers as part of, um, a, a future edition of that. But Jack's exactly right. I mean, you know, that's, it was the greatest hundred mile race ever run. I mean, just flat out. It was, I mean, without, I don't think there's any question. I mean, you could talk about all the different disciplines and where people, you know, whether it's flat or, you know, what in a mountain setting, but the fact that, you know, there was snow <laughs> to start out with. And even though she knows how to run on snow, I mean, it was the greatest race ever that, so yeah, the book needs to, needs to acknowledge that. And I, I think based on this conversation tonight, I need to go to Vicky tomorrow and say, we need to have a new chapter. <laughs> and it needs to be about Courtney for sure. I mean, I mentioned Courtney in there, but just to set up the 2019 race between Claire and Brittany, um, <laughs> She deserves a lot more than that after that, for sure. Mm.
0: Well, and I think what this book does, and it's every after Western states, and you see all these stories come out, all these interviews we saw, um, the interviews from the Golden Hour people, and the CNN, Courtney's story. What this is going to do is it's going to ignite a fire in one person, and they're going to say, I can do that, and I can do it better. And someone is not tomorrow. Someone's going to come and beat Courtney. It's going to happen. And we all, and that's the truly amazing thing about humans is there's always going to be someone who sees a story and is going to go, yep, I, I bet I could do that. Or see Katie like, oh, you broke a course record too. That stood since 2021 or 2012. I mean, that is crazy. People are going to see this and say I can do this. I can get top 10 at Western States. So that's the really cool thing about these books and all these stories after Western States is that humans there's someone who's looking at it and saying, yeah, I could do that. Yeah, I'm going to do that. And this it's truly remarkable.
3: That's what Courtney told me today sort of Jessica was um I said, are, you know, obviously you're super proud of it and she said, yeah, and I hope somebody breaks it. And I hope and she said, I hope a lot of women break it because if, if if more if more women are out there breaking this record, that means the sport is progressing, and and that it's not just like this this record that's out there and nobody ever got to it. I mean, she said that exact thing. She was hoping that this will inspire other people to do more, you know. And I think it will for sure.
0: I mean, we could be it could be a Matt Carpenter thing, but it could also not be.
3: <laughs> it, it probably is for a while for right. sure. I mean, it, it's out there. I mean, this is one of these records. It's going to take a long time to to beat, but in the meantime. Just the fact that Katie, um, you know, also got under the course record was was so cool. I mean, it goes to show that she put forward, put forth a record-breaking effort as well.
0: I mean, the female race, they came ready to run. They came to break records. They knew that the weather was pretty favorable this year beyond the snow. I mean, it was a really impressive race. Usually we see at Robinson, you'll see the first 10 to 20 people, and then there's a gap. There was no gap this year. The runners kept coming because it was just um, one of those years. It was it was hot. It was so fun to watch.
1: Yeah, definitely can't wait. Uh, you know, for for future editions, uh, it's going to take a little while to come down off of this uh, this high for sure. But, you know, the funny thing about this race, too, is then you sort of go through the rest of the season in the fall and then, boom, it's lottery time and and the juices start flowing again. You know, so it's like every six months you get this little hit and you're getting geared up for the next year after the after the lottery and everything else. So it's it's super exciting. You've got a little bit of a race coming up. uh, I saw Um, Wasatch coming. How how are you feeling about that?
3: Well, yeah, I'm I'm excited, Greg. I'm also there's a little bit of trepidation just because um, I've tried Wasatch twice before. Um, I started leaning pretty badly the first time I did it, and I had to drop out because of the lean that I had. And then last year, I just started falling asleep in the middle of the night. You know, the high altitude. You know, you're you go above the Brighton Ski Resort, or you're getting near there, and it's super high, and I just started kind of I could not go on because I couldn't stay awake. So it's knocked me out twice. And then based on, you know, what happened at San Diego, where I started leaning pretty badly, um, over the final 20 miles, I know I have a lot of work to do, but you know, I'm also excited about, because I love that race. The, the, <laughs> the I have any of you guys gone to Wasatch before it's, it's about as old school as you're ever going to find, you know, like the, the, the race director, he stands up it's great i love it you know even though i'm a western states guy so their pre race briefing consists of you know a lot of and this is literally what he says you know a lot of a lot of races they'll bring up the top runners and they'll introduce all the top runners and and tell y'all about the top runners we don't do that
2: <laughs>
3: and then and then he just quickly tells you you know follow the the pink ribbons and then you get onto the finish and that's it's like a minute and a half pre run briefing it's a really, really, really kind of old school kind of, kind of race. And I love that, that aspect of it. that's what silver state, the race I race direct here in Reno is all about. We're an old school race. So it's beautiful. It's unforgiving. It's super tough. It's going to probably bring me to my knees, but I feel like I need to, to be able to finish the race.
2: Have you done the bear and how are they similar or different? They're in the same mountain range, but do you know, I mean, how are they, are they much different as far as, you know, course wise, do you know?
3: You know, I've never never done the bear, but I've studied it. And the the bear, to me, looks a a touch easier than um, Wasatch. Um, There's not quite as much climbing. There's still quite a bit, well over 20,000 feet of climbing. Um, Wasatch is like more along the lines, about 25,000 feet of climbing. Trails slightly better at the bear. And also the bear tends to be a little bit cooler sometimes. You know, Wasatch can be super hot because it's like the weekend after Labor Day weekend. Um, The bear a few weeks after that, and the fact that you run um, from Utah into Idaho, that cools it off a little bit and can make it a little bit better. It's still, the bear is still a a big, big challenge, but I would say Wasatch is probably just a, a touch tougher. There's so many rocks on that course. That's the thing about Wasatch that just distinguishes it from just about any other race I've ever run. It's just like there's all sorts of rocks all over the place and just get so tired of them. And, and, and that really challenges you to just keep moving and stay in a good, good frame of mind.
0: Well, if you need some new gators, we <laughs> know how you can get free expedited shipping.
2: That's right. You, all you know, speaking of that lane, I get that you know of time to time and it's like sometimes it's it's out of nowhere so it's like the older I get the more work I have to do it's not like I'm not 20 or 30 I have to do all this other stuff I got a plank I got to do this all these different things it's like just the time it takes to do everything is like oh it's rough it
3: is you know and that's that's some
2: of the is it me?
3: it's like you know if you love running it's it needs to you know it needs to be worth it for you and you need to keep doing it.
2: Yeah. Yeah you gotta it's worth it, you know. And so uh picking harder races mixed in with easier races is now my plan. Maybe a hard race and a few easy ones and a hard one and you know that way I have a some recovery. I think you may be frozen, John. Uh
0: they're all hard for me.
2: I don't know what you guys are talking about. <laughs> well, I mean, yeah, like over 20,000, especially high elevation. John may come back in a minute. Mm-hmm. High elevation, cold temperatures where you're, you're not, you, you fall asleep. But there's no oxygen in, in your, in your mind. So those are serious conditions that your body ages. You t- your body doesn't survive that stuff mm-hmm. like it used to. He's coming. Right. <laughs>
1: there we go. We'll get him back here. You froze up on us, John, a little bit, but uh, looks like you're back now. Maybe. I think you're back.
2: <laughs> so yeah, it's, uh, definitely Wasatch is a is one to check out.
0: Maria's done Wasatch. I'm happy yeah.
1: that. Let me let me turn off my video. That might help. yeah, that might help. We're on the post show. It's all good. <laughs> yeah. We're all
2: good. Yeah. Yeah. Maria's done Wasatch. I know it was a couple years ago. She did it. And of course she's amazing. She can do it. She can kick spot, you know, you
0: know, Maria came into Robinson pretty tore up from that snow. I yeah. haven't seen her look like that. Like her whole legs were cramping mm-hmm. and I was able to take a little break from what I was doing to run her up and see her crew and stuff and, um, you know, some pickle juice and electrolytes and salt tabs. But I mean, imagine if she didn't have that I mean, you can always say, imagine, imagine if it was hotter, imagine if there was no snow, but um, yeah, that snow beat people up because I don't think they expected it through Duncan, but it was pretty, they had to slide into Robinson. There's a creek. You had to like slide all the way down. Um, So it really didn't stop until Robinson, which is 30 miles of either. You're going to fall. Scott Bosberg fell a lot.
2: Mm-hmm. Or you're
0: going to constantly re- be rebalancing yourself. So you go just which yeah. one.
2: You-, I- you, could, you could twist your, your knees and your groin and just everything's you're not not a good thing. There's no good way to run in, in ice and snow. It's icy in the shade and it's slushy in the. You could
0: ask Courtney. She just probably had people break it for her and then was smart enough to <laughs> follow behind them. <laughs> Don't yeah. break it. No.
2: Did we get John back?
1: i think so let me unmute him here hey john are you there i think i'm still here
3: i'm so happy that for the most part it worked i have really bad wi-fi we have bad internet here in our oh yeah you were fine during the main
1: yep entire time till now. <laughs> it's a little choppy still but uh that's that's okay we got we got through the bulk of the post show yeah. i think and uh yeah, we're just uh, really excited that you joined us and shared all your experiences and, and the books are just again like just a great memento of you know all of these different aspects of community and and the races that uh, especially the Western States race that we do.
2: Yeah, thanks, John, and we'll see you hopefully at Tunnel Creek, but we'll see you up there.
1: Yeah. For, for sure, for sure. And and out
3: on the circuit, if not up at Tunnel Creek. You guys do a great job.
2: Thank you, John. Thank you. Okay, see you later, guys.
0: All right. Bye, Jack. Bye, Robert. Take care, bye everyone.
1: Brett. See you all on the trails. All right, you guys. Have a great night.